B-Pod Studios. Comic books, video games, anime, sci-fi. If you've been made fun of for it, we're probably going to talk about it. Get those nerds! 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 You're listening to Nerd Radio. Happy National Fossil Day. It's Nerd Radio on uh, 101 WRIF's uh, website, 101theriff.com. I don't know where I'm going with Is that, that the actual <laughs> website? I thought it was just WRIF. It's not. It's WRIF.com. 101theriff.com. <laughs> when did we buy that domain? Basically, what happened there was Chuck forgot that we were doing the podcast. I yep. did. He was on the air I was. in his mind. Yep. And so he started plugging the Riff's website I was and tried to recover and get out of it and make it sound natural. No. Nope. And it didn't work. I'm mm-hmm. just breaking down yep. for the listener nope. what it is I just heard. You, how how close am I you here? Got, you're exactly right on. <laughs> yeah. you, you might as well have been able to see the gears moving behind well, my eyes right i i know because i've done some stuff like that before on the air right you know and the the beauty is uh here now when you do it live on the air you gotta find a way to fix it yeah now this we're pre-recording so we could easily stop and start again but i refuse to let you do that yeah exactly you will, you will turn it into a part of the show so yeah. that i have to leave yes because you could stop and then start again Welcome to Nerd Radio, and then I'll just reference. Remember when you screwed that up and you blew the take earlier? Yeah. Just to force you to either put, either leave it in or do a lot more editing to get me out of there. <laughs> I haven't, actually, I haven't listened back to one of these podcasts in a long time. Am I even on the show? Not or, anymore. Or does Chuck eliminate Not me? anymore. That's why it takes me a whole 48 <laughs> hours to, to uh, edit the show. Yeah, that's right. Well, it's mostly that he runs like one of those noise removal programs. Yeah. So he just puts your voice in as the noise and it just takes you right out. I, yeah. The, I, yeah, the Al Eliminator. Well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Available at Eliminator.com. While I may uh, have to put DMX in for when we swear, I've actually figured out a way to get the exact frequency of your voice and turn it into the uh, the trumpet from Peanuts. So that you just sound like one of the adults. <laughs> yeah. That would be amazing. Uh, I know you're lying because if you had those skills, you wouldn't be working here. No. <laughs> I'd be getting paid much more yes. to do something else. Yep. Well, as I tried to say before, uh, welcome to Nerd and Radio. Failed. Yeah, and failed. Thank you, Al. Welcome to Nerd Radio. <laughs> you can follow us on social media at Nerd Radio 101. In fact, if you're following us on Checkpoint uh, XP's Twitch stream on Wednesday afternoons, acronym official, uh, already putting all the links in there for us. So thanks, Amy. Cool. Much appreciated. Uh, guys, how was, uh, how was your week, nerd-wise? Yeah, it was okay. Anything uh, Anything good? You play more Crash over the weekend? I did. Crash Bandicoot? Yeah, and I feel like I don't understand how children could play this game and actually have any fun because as an adult, you know how many times it took me to beat the first level boss? Okay. I must have attempted 50 times. There are so many hoops we have to jump through yeah. to hit this boss and take him out. And I was furious on my stream. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Which I, is what people tune into uh, most of the time. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. But you have to remember, too, that kids are just way better at video games, though. So right. they get it. I OK, listen, I my nephew came over, you know, as, as we occasionally do, and he'll have sure. a video game night or whatever. And I went on that PlayStation Now and they've got Mortal Kombat 10 on there. OK. And he has never played a game like that before. No Street Fighter, no nothing. He's never played that style of game. 
And so I whoop his ass in the first match, obviously, because we grew up on Tekken and all that stuff. And then it took him, uh, you know, it's best of three, obviously. Sure. I win the next match and then he next thing i know he's grabbing mystery people out of the background and bludgeoning me with them (laughs) i didn't even know that was an option (laughs) i beat him three times and then next thing i know i'm his bitch i'm my nephew's bitch that's funny he's 10 yeah well I'm not even kidding. There was somebody in the background. He pulled out. I'm like, how did you do that? He's like, oh, I won't tell you. Al is cementing his, uh, his, his cool uncle status by letting his nephew come over and play Grand Theft Auto in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's the uncle that's letting you watch uh, boobies and stuff, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I told you guys last week about when I got a Sega Genesis. It was specifically to beat my uncle at uh, yes. NHL Hockey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, got, I had like one month of training, and I came back and just yeah, destroyed well, my him. My nephew doesn't require any training. No, apparently not. <laughs> it took him five minutes to best me on Mortal Kombat. Does he have a favorite game? Has he talked to you about? You know what? He's actually he's been uh, he's been playing Among Us lately, which okay. you've been talking about on the show it's a lot. So fun. But wow, um, your nephew's a little PC gamer, huh? Or is he playing it on? His he phone? mostly no, he mostly PC games okay. because uh, I think he I think he has a three sixty. Okay. I'm not sure. He does have an Xbox of some kind, but right. it's an older model, either the original or a 360, and he doesn't care for it at all. Speaking of Among Us, I don't. I, I want you to get back to your thought there, Al, but I do believe there is a, an Among Us game planned for this Sunday between there is. Checkpoint XP and Nerd Radio. Yeah. So make sure you tune into the Checkpoint XP Twitch channel. I'm assuming somebody from Checkpoint XP will be streaming. I know yes. I plan to try to stream um, from my channel. I should... Get my nephew over and have him be me by yeah. proxy. Yes, yes. do just it now. Sign in under yeah. my name and you just, just step you just away. watch him play and then yeah. talk over the Discord yeah. like you're the one playing. Like, like, no, it's definitely Chuck Bean. I saw. I saw <laughs> Chuck. I'm almost positive. I saw Chuck Bean do it when I was trying to connect those wires. Yeah. It's gonna it's gonna be hard not to try and vote Robbie off every time. Oh yeah, he's my number one suspect. <laughs> he is sus. But anyway, sorry. You I'll may have you saying. may have just sold me on participating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See what I'm talking about. Fun time. Yeah, it's not Among Us. It's Vote Off Robbie. Oh, no! Goodbye! <laughs> but, so, yeah, he's, he's he's super into Among Us. Yeah, Among Us is his, is his current thing that he's been playing. Um, but before that, that Roadblocks. Roblox, Roblox, yeah. Roblox or whatever, yeah. Yeah, so no, he, Chuck's daughter plays that a lot. Yeah, oh, yeah that's what Chuck's I was going to say. Chuck's that with, with Stella before. Yeah. Yep. Like, and before heck? that, he was doing a lot of Minecraft. And I'm looking at, like, those graphics and stuff on those yeah. games. I'm like... I had this already. Right. But, you know, most of his console gaming is when he comes over to my place on the PlayStation. Y'all want to hear the saddest thing ever? Sure. Because you said he had an Xbox, but you didn't know which one. And I'm just picturing he's got a shoebox that he wrote and put an X on. (laughs) So when the original Game Boy came out, the next couple of things to come out were the Game Gear and then TurboGrafx-16 had a portable thing. Yeah, I remember that. And all the TurboGrafx-16 games were just these little, like... Cards. Like, the, like the Switch. So you just took TurboGrafx-16 games and put them in this portable thing. Mm-hmm. And I saw it in a magazine. I was in middle school, and I thought it was the coolest thing. And we made our own cardboard Game Boy slash TurboGrafx-16 you made your own things. little uh, portable Rolodex of video games. Because Yeah, because we had little cardboard versions of the games, and then we had a little screen that would go in the screen oh so it gosh. looked like the game. Because, you know, your parents weren't going to buy you this $200 Chuck Bean, living in a world of pure imagination. It's true. I was going to say. I got the high score. Two years. (laughs) Look at me. Oh, man. I just got a level three with Sonic on my Game Gear. Yeah, well, he also grew up in an era where (laughs) pet rocks were running rampant. (laughs) 
That's why I said happy National Fossil Day. I said it on the air yesterday. I was going to be celebrating by being the oldest person on Nerd yep. Radio. Yep. So here yeah. we are. Just a year before that, though, he was playing stickball and running those little hoops down the street. <laughs> oh, you had one of those hoops? I was, had my little sailor suit. Yeah. <laughs> that an ascot that they wore? Yeah, yeah, a little ascot going yeah. on. Wear on his short pants. Yep. <laughs> so, Al, you, you said uh, last week that you were going to be uh, d- doing some dog sitting over the weekend and mentioned yeah. that you might watch the boys. Did I that... did not. <sighs> I did do the dog sitting, but... Am I going to have to send you out of the room for 20 minutes so we can actually talk about the boys? You want to save about. it to the end and I'll just go downstairs <laughs> and go back to work. God damn it. What about you, James? Have you finished it? I have, yes. All right. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's how we'll wrap up. I'll, I'll move that towards the back end of the show. So we can awesome actually... early day for Sorry, me. Yeah, early day for you, you lazy yeah, bastard. Yeah. No, you know what? Dog sitting to end up taking up more time than I was expecting. Well, that means you were paying good attention to the dog, too. Yeah. Making sure he wasn't eating things he wasn't supposed to. Yeah. Are you uh, are you up to date on Star Trek over on the over on CBS All Access? No, also behind on that. I just found out that the last episode aired. I basically am watching it in like half the season at a time. I shouldn't be here. Why am I? I don't know. Well, I I brought it up because this weekend was the virtual New York Comic Con. So much like all the other Comic Cons that were going on this uh, year, they had no con, but you could go on their YouTube page, and they had some panels, and they revealed some stuff. One of the things they revealed is they had a, a big uh, a, a big presentation with Patton Oswalt about the MODOK series mm-hmm. that's coming to Hulu. That's yeah, like a weird stop animation looking like Robot Chicken yep. type show, right? Yeah, some of the people that work on Robot Chicken are actually doing this per- this show as well, but it's also uh, irreverent comedy where like MODOK has a daughter. And uh, he's running AIM into the ground financially. Okay. And I believe Patton Oswalt is actually going to be the voice of MODOK. It'll be really funny to see a show about MODOK almost immediately after he was the main villain of a major video game. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the, I think I've seen him in trading cards and stuff, so I don't know much about him. Right. Um, other than he was going to be like the main villain behind the Avengers game. Yeah. Which I'm still only about 5% through. Well, that's okay. The longer you take, the more likely when you finally get to the end of it, there'll be more content to deal with. Yeah, because I think uh, there's, and hopefully you don't have this on your agenda, but I believe the Hawkeye stuff is coming soon. Yeah, that's supposed to be very the, soon. The, the very first thing they release. And, yeah, and I feel like that's probably going to happen right around launch of the next gen consoles. To, if it's if it's not ready all, right now, then it better they better get it ready pretty soon, pretty soon. I just saw a article about how uh, the last time somebody checked on Steam. Mm-hmm. All the PC players, there was only about 2,000 people still playing the game. Yeah, so it looks like the game, the the, the playership, I don't know what you would call it, yeah. is, is, is low. It's taken a nosedive. Yeah, they're all playing I'm Fall still, Guys in yeah, Among Us. I'm still playing it, but I'm almost playing it in the same way that I was playing Final Fantasy 15. in that, like... It's you kind just, of don't know if you enjoy it? It's just something to do now. Okay. And I, I will say, if I can say one positive thing about the game, even a month later, it's that... Every character plays different enough that it feels like you have the gravity. We talked about when it first came out how when you throw Thor's hammer, it doesn't automatically come back. Mm-hmm. And that's really a kind of a neat thing. But I actually, over the weekend, I did a thing where um, I, I can't believe this didn't occur to me until now. When I, I decided Iron Man was the guy I was going to level all the way yeah. and make my He's maximum guy. guy. Yeah. Um, so I pulled up the Iron Man 2 soundtrack on my phone mm-hmm. and got my headset up. And then as soon as the game started, started into Shoot to Thrill and just let ACDC play through my headset to all the other players I was playing uh, with the whole time I was flying around <laughs> as Iron Man. 
But yeah, it's, it, that's that's the best part about the game is no matter which character you're playing, it feels different enough. That it's like, yeah, I'm totally playing Iron Man. I get mm-hmm. in and I launch up off the air and fly around and this is a great time. Yeah. But yeah, the multiplayer is still just like, I, I, whenever I play with other people, I'm playing with one other person and mm-hmm. then, you know, two other computer players. And the computer players are just trash. They're not great. Yeah. Sometimes they'll, sometimes you'll fall down and instead of resurrecting you, they'll just stand about, you know, four feet away from you, just looking at you. Like, like, Thor, oh, get over here! My teammate is down. I should do something, but my programming prevents me from doing that because <laughs> I'm a bot. Right. But damn, do I look good with this skin. Good thing you paid the extra $10 for this skin that I am now wearing. Right. One of the reasons I ask you about Star Trek, Al, is because at this New York Comic Con virtual panel, they revealed that Catherine Janeway is coming back in a new Star Trek show. Is she? Yeah, they're going to do a show called uh, Star Trek Prodigy. Uh, which is supposed to be an animated series being developed for Nickelodeon, and she's going to uh, be kind of um, taking care of a group of teenagers, Starfleet teenagers, that are are looking to come up into uh, being Starfleet officers. Star Trek Lower Decks, I think, just had its season finale. Yes. um, What's what's her name from Next Generation was in it? Marina Sirtis. Marina Sirtis. Yeah. Counselor Troy. Yep. And you've also got uh, a third season of Star Trek Discovery coming out this week. Is it this week already? It starts this week. Wow. And apparently is set, uh, what, like 300-something years in the future, according to what I was reading. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah? I, yeah, I don't know. I've enjoyed Discovery. It also has left me wanting. Does it feel it's... like you've got too much Star Trek? It never feels like that, I don't think. Well, you went from me. having, like, I, I will watch these these shows that I've already loved to, like, here's four new Star Trek shows. It is difficult to to keep to keep on top of, I guess. Uh-huh. Well, for me anyway. I mean, I guess most people <laughs> love something and they'll watch it, <laughs> but I, <laughs> I, I get around to things eventually. Is my is the way I consume entertainment. Uh huh. Um, hence the frustration with the boys and uh, <laughs> right. having watched it, and the fact that I haven't even finished Lower Decks. Yet. Lower Decks, though. I honestly, I watched four episodes of Lower Decks and I loved every episode, and then just like stopped. And I just yeah. haven't gone back yet. Yeah, it was uh, like I already said on the show, like I don't feel like I needed it. And if it wasn't Star Trek, I probably wouldn't be watching it. I mean, right. just, I don't know. That style of animation doesn't really speak to me. It's why I can't get into Rick and Morty, which you guys both love that show. Mm-hmm. And I cannot get into it. It's just I don't know. There's something about that style of comedy. It doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. It's like almost chaotic, you know, just. And I don't know, Lower Decks has that feeling. If it wasn't Star Trek, I probably wouldn't be watching it. I enjoy it well enough. It's not like I feel like I'm a hostage <laughs> by my fandom. But I have to watch this show yeah, because it's part of my thing. So it was like I binge watched like four or five episodes because I fell behind in a row and then I haven't watched any since. And it's easy to get through a bunch of them because it's only 30, 30 minutes. Yes, absolutely. Um, so Discovery, I'll probably be more on top of. But well, that's the thing, too, is that I do of, think we are in danger of having too much out of everything that they announced is, you know, still coming to CBS All Access Star Trek wise. No second season of Picard has been announced. I know they've talked about doing it. I know that, uh, you know, Patrick Stewart went on The View or whatever the hell Whoopi Goldberg's on. Right. And asked her to be in season two. But is it still going to happen? I don't know. Right. It sounds like he's not crazy about the way season one ended. Mm. You know, like what happens to his character, he thought. 
It sounds like Patrick Stewart isn't really crazy about the turn the show took. Yeah. So. Well, and it's like any of those shows, like when they brought the X-Files back or Twin Peaks, something like that. Like, okay, it's cool when you get your first season, but then, like, how long do you want to do this again? Like, sustain it, and yeah. And then it just becomes just regurgitated it's coo- stuff. Right. It's cool that we got more Picard, but, like, how much more Picard do you actually want? Do you, do you want? I you know, want my Star Trek with extra Picard. Extra Picard, <laughs> please. Picard on the side. It's like going to Olive Garden. Can you put a little yeah. more Picard on that? Yep. No, don't stop with that. Picard. Endless Picard. Yeah. Keep that. Yeah, endless Picard. <laughs> endless Keep Picard that, bowl. Keep, that Keep Picard. the Picard coming. <laughs> my wallet knows no limits. Yeah. Also, they showed off at uh, this virtual New York City Comic Con. Uh, Amazon is getting Invincible, which is a cartoon. A comic, right? It's a cartoon based on Robert Kirkman's yeah. uh, superhero comic. That's cool. I never read that. But that is coming uh, later this year to um, Amazon. And a show that's coming to sci-fi, which for me is typically the kiss of death. Any show on the sci-fi channel, I'm like, no, it can't be this good. It's true. But sci-fi is getting a show based on a Dark Horse comic called Resident Alien. Um, the concept of the comic is this this alien, this extraterrestrial comes down to this small town city and disguises himself as a human and then uh, takes over as like a... Part detective, part doctor. Like as an as an extraterrestrial, his given job is to be a doctor. I'm an alien, but I'm also a doctor, right? And I'm also what 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 was he? Uh, and then he becomes a detective and too. A detective. I'm a detective doctor alien because he's got that he's got that doctor that alien doctor knowledge, so he can be like, well, it's this kind of thing. But he's played by Alan Tudyk. Oh, nice! In the Sci-Fi Channel nice. show, if you get a chance to check out the uh, teaser trailer that they released over the weekend, it looks extremely funny. All right, well. That is the saving grace to me, the Alan Tudyk. Absolutely. Because I love that guy. That guy's awesome. But you're so right, dude. Like, I feel like I love the idea of the sci-fi channel. Yeah. Like, I feel like it should be one of my favorite channels. Right. But I never seem to find anything on it that I want to watch. Well, come on, man. This is the home of Sharknado. <laughs> That's not a selling point for Al. No. It might be a selling out. point for you. You're missing out, man. All that glorious entertainment and watching all those Sharknados, all like 12 of them. I remember when they launched the Sci-Fi Channel being like, how are you launching a Sci-Fi Channel, but you don't have the rights to Star Wars or Star Trek? Yeah. What, what, like, what are you going to play? And then they're like, um, and I'm, fart- I'm brain farting on the name of the other. Uh... Yeah, the Twilight Zone? No. Played a bunch of the Twilight Zone. What was that other? Battlestar Galactica. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. That's but what we're going to use. Bears and beats. Yeah. Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. <laughs> bears. Yeah. Troop. Dynamite. Do you want to talk about other shows that we used to be huge fans of? You remember when Doctor Who was magical? It was just absolutely like a new episode of Doctor Who would come out. And we oh, I thought you meant like so... a magical ability. No, we was were just so hype. Time? So high back into like the David Tennant and Matt Smith eras of Doctor Who, and it was like I was just gonna say, I as much as I loved Peter Capaldi, and I did, yeah, and I really like uh Jody Whitaker, yeah, I like her too, but no, I'm with you. It's like we take it for granted now because we just, of course, there's Doctor Who, yeah, so why wouldn't there be? But yeah, I, I was looking around on uh, HBO Max and they've got all the Doctor Who stuff on there. And I pe- pulled up an episode because somebody in a Facebook post mentioned uh, a line that I didn't remember. So I pulled up a specific mm-hmm. episode and played it. And I was like, man, this is amazing. I, heard, I, like, I could still take myself back mentally to when the episode came out and how, oh my God, I was about which, which doctor the plot twist. It was a Matt Smith episode. Matt Smith episode. Yeah, but how, yeah. Much, how much fun it was. And how much I was like, man, this is great. This is okay. I don't have details on this. So, um, but uh, Steve Black was telling me just today that apparently there's going to, like, David Tennant's going to be doing something 
where it's gonna he's gonna do do you know what I'm talking about? I think so because it's like I, an audio Doctor Who thing where it's like uh, yes, and it's supposed to be like an releases an audiobook, so it's like you pay per episode, right? But it's gonna be fully cast. Yep, he's gonna be the tenth Doctor again. I did listen to some very cool Doctor Who audiobooks. Did you back in uh, back in the day, back before I worked here? I listen. I I had gotten a couple back when I had that driver job, and I used to listen to a lot of audiobooks. That was how I had it. Yeah, too. and there was uh, some that were like voiced by Matt Smith or whatever. It's yep. super cool. But yeah, I don't know. I don't have any of the details on that. Like I said, it just was mentioned to me in passing today. But that's kind of a cool idea. You know, it's it's a full episode of Doctor Who, except it's all audio. It's like yep. old time radio. You know, yeah, right up Al's alley. <laughs> it really is coming on before the shadow. <laughs> Don't miss David Tennant. That's funny. I was going to say this. Doctor Who. I was going to say the shadow as well. There you go. <laughs> Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? BBC, the shadow knows. BBC announced though that they're doing uh, some kind of event called Time Lord Victorious, which is going to have a Daleks animated series on their YouTube channel. It's going to be five 10-minute episodes, CGI animated, of the, the Daleks, for, for those that don't know. And I'm, I imagine, James, you're among them. The I was getting ready to say, what is a Daleks? The Daleks, like a, the Daleks are the little the, 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 yeah, flying the trash cans that look like, a, oh. look like trash bins. They've got like a, a plunger on one arm and a little s- okay. swisher on another. They look like really pissed off R2-D2s. Yes. I, I didn't realize that's how you pronounce the word, I guess. I always assumed they were called like dialects. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And now dialect, now it makes sense because it kind of, that's how you would say it. <laughs> it's, you know, it's funny. English language is a beautiful thing, James. It is funny because the Daleks, I, something I like about Doctor Who is they, they try to remain true to the original. So the Cybermen essentially look the same as they always have. The Daleks, right. they update them a little bit, but they essentially look the same. And they're just not menacing. Paint me a picture. In- <laughs> What's a Cyberman look like? It looks like a 1960s robot. If <laughs> if, oh. uh, if Daleks are just like a large pissed off R2 D2, yeah. Cybermen are uh, large pissed off C3 POs. Oh, yeah, okay. that perf- Honestly, it's perfect. Yep. Um, but it's so funny because n- n- none of them look menacing, but they're still presented as like the ultimate threat to man on the show. <laughs> yeah. It's like then I show up. I'm like, hey, Cyberman. That's a Cyberman, James. Oh, ooh, that's pretty cool looking. Like, hey, Cyberman, go to the, the fridge and get me a snack for the, right. uh, for the Twitch like there. Like silver Iron Man armor. Yeah. yeah. With headphones. It almost looks like a cross between Iron Man they and They do look the, like they're uh, wearing headphones. Yeah. The, whatchamacallit. The, the chick from that was like C-3PO, but in Spaceballs. Oh, in Spaceballs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember her name. That was Joan Rivers, wasn't it? Yeah. Exactly. I don't remember what the, what the name, what her, uh, her, her desi- mock name was. Yeah, her designation as a uh, yeah. robot was. All right, well, let's take a break from uh, talking about all the streaming stuff. I've actually got some Netflix news for you guys. And where are the Ninja Turtles going to show up video game-wise next? That's all coming up on Nerd Radio. Stay tuned. The name's Nukem, Duke Nukem. You know I've got balls of steel. I wouldn't be saying that unless I was here on Nerd Radio because they've got balls of steel, too. Hail to the Nerd Radio, baby. How those steel balls treat you, boys? (laughs) Not bad. They're very noisy when I walk. Yeah. <laughs> They're kind of a pain in the ass when you go to the airport and try to fly somewhere. You've yep. always got that guy with the wand right down by your wiener. Okay, man. Like, you want to tell me about something? Yeah, it was an old war injury. Yeah, I'm laughing at the balls of steel being a pain in the ass because my mind's in the gutter. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, sometimes they swing around and they hit you right in the taint, you know, and that's kind of a, triggers that pain right up your ass crack. Right Clang, up. ow! <laughs> right straight to the bullseye. Uh, <laughs> bullseye. Well, as you can tell, you are listening to uh, more Nerd Radio here, wherever you get uh, your podcast as part of the B-Pod Studios Network and on social media at Nerd Radio 101. I'm sure the company loves us plugging their, their podcast network right after our balls of steel. And well, they do like because out. then they're like, hey, somebody might actually come check out a program they'll listen to. Look, I, <laughs> I was going to say, look, I've seen the download numbers. We do actually a little bit better than some of the other podcasts that I am aware of. And uh, I, I you know, try not to get on my high horse about it, but it does I hope make we do me better feel good. Than the other nerd content podcast that yeah. would make me happy. Yeah. Because I, I feel that some I don't of the know. other nerd content podcasts get a little more. I don't uh, that that I, I don't have the the official numbers for, but I'm I'm with you as well. You want to be the best, yeah, absolutely, the best there ever was. I'm not here to just dick around. I'm content <laughs> with mediocrity. No. Yeah, well, okay, two thirds of us want to be the best. Well, that's that's part of the problem. With the show, <laughs> you know? Part of the problem, you know. <laughs> Uh, so if I ask you guys, you're playing a game specifically on the PlayStation, okay? And you've always got like a confirm button and a cancel button mm-hmm. yeah, whenever you're in a menu. What buttons do you typically expect to be the confirm and the cancel buttons? X confirm, circle to cancel. Okay. I'm with you. Yeah, whatever. Usually I feel like the confirm button is always the button, even if you're on a different controller, would be the bottom button, which would be the yeah. X, which I think is... I don't know what it is on Xbox, but... I think place. it's A on the Xbox, but I would think it's always that bottom. That one. lower one, yeah. Yeah, real quick, hit with your thumb to confirm, and then if and you... Circle is the one to the right. Yeah, right. I think it's flip-flopped on the Switch. Yeah, that yeah. That throws me off and, all the time. Right, well, I was going to say, I know in the Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid uh, series of games, it was always reversed, and yes. it always threw me. Yeah. Every time, like, the first hour of playing a Metal Gear is a lot of hitting the cancel button going, damn it! In Japan, the PlayStation 5's DualSense controller will change its action button from circle to X. Ah, ah, so we don't have to get used to it. Japan has to get used to it. We are used to it being X and circle. Take that, Japan. <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> they designed it. Why are they switching? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I guess they don't like it. Right. According to this article, Sony spokesperson explained that the decision was made to avoid different button settings across countries. So now they're just going to make it universal across the board that uh, X is confirm, and O is for canceling. Yeah, well, they can't change it on us because we'll never catch up. Nope. <laughs> well, right? So, why was it even different to begin with? I I, so stupid. I and don't. According to the article, it's because uh, X means something. To, X, X typically in Japan means stop. No. Yeah. No, because I know. Oh, yeah. When I went to yeah. Japan, there was a couple stores we tried to get into with our my fiance and I tatted up pretty heavily on the arms and legs and there was a couple stores where they'd they would yeah you'd walk in and they'd give you that like almost like the x you know when a wrestler yeah gets yeah, injured, yeah yeah they yeah would, like, exactly. do that to, like no don't you come can't in come in here, here yakuza don't come in here you <laughs> american trash like oh sorry I'll wow take my american dollars somewhere else i will say that will explain because I, I was gonna say something about final fantasy 7 remember it was like flip-flopped around was it yeah. I don't remember Circle that. was the confirm button on Final Fantasy VII. Interesting. Like I said, the only game I specifically remember having that problem with was Metal Gear. I do remember Metal Gear being an issue, but I never played the Final Fantasy, so I can't yeah. speak to it. I was in at 7, and I was out halfway through 7, and never yeah. went back. Yeah. 
Well, while we're talking about uh, video games specifically, we're all familiar with the the video game publisher Ubisoft. Yeah. And uh, like any video game publisher, they have had issues with different games where they've had bugs that they've had to uh, adapt or, or you know put a patch out to, to fix. But something they can't put a patch out to fix is they made some uh, official Ubisoft, especially over in uh, China. Ubisoft China partnered with a clothing company to produce a coffee cup. And uh, the only problem is the handle for the coffee cup is on the inside. <laughs> what? Brilliant. I've got a... Uh, I've got got, a br- I burn my fingers every time I get my coffee. <laughs> I tried to pick up my coffee cup. Yeah. i got a picture of it here on my laptop. Let me see if I can show you guys here if you can, mm. you can check this out. Very clever design there. And what was it? Were they just making those to sell? Freebies? Is this something they give clients that they're trying to get to invest in the, the next game that they're trying to develop or what? I th- Yeah, I think it's supposed to be, let's see, China is doing, uh, it's, according to this article, Ubisoft China is known for being very tongue-in-cheek and playing on the reputation of their games, so it's likely just viral marketing and not an actual error. But uh, somebody had tweeted out that... Um, the company issued an apology that it would no longer be releasing the Ubisoft x ship sheep eda mug due to its bug during the production process so yeah it's a joke okay. it's totally a joke which almost makes you want one yeah i want one now just I'm to like... put just to you know put up on a shelf yeah i would drink <laughs> coffee out of it hmm. i've been looking for scary games to uh play this holiday season for halloween and i actually before we went live this morning came across an article about one that is free over on Steam. Oh. It's called The Call of Karen. Oh, God. So it's a mix of The Call of Cthulhu and Karen. But not, <laughs> but not the Karens that we're used to in 2020. Oh, no? Uh, a no, different Karen. This game is a first-person game where you play a 50s housewife, and you have a list of things that you want to do, like you know, prepare the meatloaf before your husband gets home, help your son with his homework, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, and it starts off very normal. You're just doing your regular things. And then slowly over time, as you're completing these tasks day by day, things start happening around the house, like books flying off the shelves Ooh. or the table sinking into the floor because it's suddenly turned into mud. Very spooky. Or words just kind of floating through the air. Sounds like a Ghostbusters. A little bit, yeah. But uh, like I said, it's it look it looks fun. It's free to play. It's made by Trimbus Games, and it's over on Steam right now. Hmm. Like I was hoping it'd be more like you're a werewolf assassin, but instead of werewolves, you're hunting Karens. Hunting Karens. <laughs> awesome. The moon is full, and there's a sale on Black Friday. The Karens. <laughs> the, Karens the Karens come descend. out. Yeah. They got sharp teeth and fangs and nails and. Yeah, you they scratch l- you, and they they call you names. And you lure them out of hiding with a frappuccino. Yeah, right. frappuccinos or coupons. You just w- <laughs> coupons. <laughs> wait out wait outside coffee yeah. restaurants for them to come out screaming about something. Yeah, yeah. about not wearing masks. You're right. violating my Karen rights. Not, <laughs> I will not wear a mask. Where's something I know you'll be super interested in, James? Because I know you're a big fan of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, me and uh, the Turtles, we kick it all the time. They are coming to the online game Smite. Mm. This actually, really? uh, this week is when they're uh, releasing a video on their YouTube where they'll uh, give more information on it. But what they're doing as part of the season pass is you can get uh, skins of each of the turtles for specific characters that okay. are already in the game. So That's it's cool. not that they're making completely new characters for the turtles, but there's a, a different skin for whatever god that you play as. Right? Believe, there's right? a yeah. there's a turtle that or there's a character that has a full on you know sword. So that one will obviously be Leonardo. Yeah. There's one that uh, kind of rides around on some kind of thing. So that one will be Michelangelo on a skateboard kind okay. of thing. And they're even talking about they will add uh, Shredder and Master Splinter. Oh, very cool! Into the game as well. 
So uh, a, I've never played Smite. I don't think I've watched somebody play. Uh, one of the people that watch my stream regularly, Killer Maniac, uh, okay. plays Smite religiously, and he showed me they have Smite does a great job of I think getting people interested in spending money on their skins. They have incredible skins for all of these characters. Like, sure, um, it blows my mind the the uh, the attention and detail that they put in the skins for the different gods that you fight as. But it's, it's essentially like the the Kmart version of uh, League of Legends is. Yeah, kind of how I would describe it, mm-hmm. like it's like League of Legends, um, but it's but it's almost like third different. a third person or a first person view. Yeah, from from what I understand, as Correct. far as Smite is, like I said, it's 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 another one of those games that you can uh, drop it and play for free, but they also want you to spend money on a season yeah. pass or something yeah. like that. So that's where the if I understood the fun stuff is if I understood the gameplay a little bit more, I would probably play Smite just right because you can play it on the Xbox, you can play it on PlayStation. I yeah. believe it's on PC. I don't. I know. think it's I'm even on the Switch. Cross platforms on the Switch. Too. Yeah. See, I would probably play it. I just don't understand the lanes and that yeah. kind of stuff. So people are like, "You're in the wrong lane." I'm like, oh, "What? What do you mean? What lane? I'm not driving a car. I'm, I'm an axe wielding god. You know, Greek god right now. What that's, lane do I need to stay in?" That's the hardest part about mobas is there's no like ground floor to get in on. You just have to jump straight into the pool and be bad at it mm-hmm. and piss off everyone you're going to play with until you understand what you're supposed to be doing yeah so i'm just like i don't understand but if you want to play some ninja turtles they're coming to smite that's cool i would play as a ninja turtle it definitely makes me want to check it out yeah man i'm i can run it right around as me i'd be a Raphael because he's cool but rude <laughs> right you know? um but I, I think it's fun anytime you can play as a ninja turtle i think it's a good time yeah so we talked a couple of weeks ago about uh, the new Spider-Man movie. It's, gonna, it's supposed to have uh, Jamie Foxx coming back mm-hmm. as Electro. Mm-hmm. They start filming this week. Ooh, so we can, we can look forward to seeing probably some behind-the-scenes uh, people taking photos of people that are in there. And there is talk that they may be bringing back Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield specifically for this Spider-Man movie. And Pen- Benedict Cumberbatch is conf- almost confirmed as he will be in it. Oh, Doctor Strange will be Yeah. So it's definitely, they're going to introduce the world. I know they've already got the, into the Spider-Verse. Yep. But they must be using this to set up the entire Marvel but now they're, you know, multiverse. Yep. And how there's different Spider-Men in different multiverses or whatever. Yeah, it sounds like they'll be you know going uh, specifically into a, a Spider-Verse version of this. And then I wonder if that's going to lead directly into the next Doctor Strange. I, this, this isn't movie, that into the multiverse? Isn't that what it's called? Yes, and this movie, uh, the Spider-Man movie, is supposed to come out next December, mm-hmm. and I think we're supposed to get the Doctor Strange movie before that. Really? So that the Doctor Strange movie will probably lead into the Spider-Man. Okay, movie. I mean that would make sense too, but right. I don't know if we're ever going to see any new movies. I think that's an well, point. that's true, right? <laughs> that's true. Uh, I think that's an interesting idea, though, to bring back Andrew Garfield and, and Tobey Maguire. But if they're doing that, we need our J.K. Simmons back as well. Hell oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, we've got to, we've absolutely got to have J.K. Simmons back. Yeah, Spider-Man 2 was just on something, I don't know, some channel the other day, and I was, like, background noise. I was like, ah, I'll put that on for the background. And yeah. Got a J. Jonah Jameson scene. I was like, God, he was so good. Killed he it was that so good. Yeah, he was absolutely perfect. He was perfect. And while we're talking about cinematic universes, did you guys see this on the prep service that Adam Sandler wants to do in a Sandler-verse? Okay. Is he reading my tweets? <laughs> because I sent a tweet. Uh, hang on. No, he's not. <laughs> so stop just, just the, I think you're wrong, Al. I think he is. Because have you guys have you guys seen Hubie Halloween? No. Well, no. I saw it was on Netflix. Oh, no. it's atrocious. Yeah. And I asked, is Hubie Halloween some kind of a sequel to Waterboy, 
or are they somehow connected in the Adam Sandler multiverse? Right. I asked on Twitter. I bet you he is seen my tweet, and he's like, "This is a great idea. I'm going to steal this poor guy's idea, and I'm going to make another seven million off Netflix by introducing <laughs> the Adam Sandler multiverse." Yeah. The character who Adam's, you be Halloween. Adam Sandler follows Kevin James, Conan O'Brien, and who the F is Jason? Who the F is Jason? Better, <laughs> better. He gets some high quality. That is a well, content. well curated social media. Yeah. If that's all you're following, I'm, I'm going to eliminate you. all my social media and only follow those three guys. I those think I'm going to have a much better time. The things you learn by following me on social media, you'll thank you. But yeah, this Hubie Halloween, he was doing an interview about this Hubie Halloween, and uh, there are a bunch of things in it that uh, lend you to believe that it could take place in a larger universe where all the other Adam Sandler movies like uh, Billy Madison mm-hmm. have, have happened because there's an O'Doyle yep. uh, in the movie. A lot of movie. the character references that he uses in his past movies are referenced in this movie as well. Yep. There's, uh, the, I guess, uh, according to this article, there's a nod to Bobby Boucher because the central character is named Hubie Dubay. Ah, I didn't even catch on to that. My mm. my link to them was that he's playing a character that you can't tell if he's just mentally challenged right, or just a weirdo. Yeah. And I always feel like, dude, you're kind of towing, you're just really straggling a, a line here, you know, like you don't really play that character all that well. And I guess Ben Stiller is in this movie as he a character is. he played in Happy Gilmore. Yeah. He's uh, I guess, like he works in a... Uh, assistant home for the mentally oh, ill. Right, right, right. Other than Adam so. Sandler, who the hell asked for a Sandler verse? You know, we did the the list last week about celebrities nobody cares about. Mm-hmm. Adam Sandler, man. Oh, I still care about Adam Sandler. Do you? I do. I don't like the stuff he's put out lately, yeah, but man, I still love Billy Madison yeah. and Happy Gilmore. Well, that was when I saw those. it on the prep service. My first question was, "What's the last Adam Sandler movie you clearly remember seeing?" What was that? Like Hubie most Halloween? recent. Yeah, like what's the last one of his movies that you're like, oh yeah, I saw that. Like obviously you just saw. Yeah, well I mean I've seen Halloween. a lot of them. I haven't seen Jack and Jill. I haven't seen you know the. I've seen. I still watch a lot of his movies. I but yeah. I go into it knowing this is probably going to be crap, yeah. right? You know, so I'm not like, oh man, I cannot wait to see Grown Ups Two. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Uh, see we'll watch it. The Do Over is that the one he did that with David Spade? The Do Over. Yeah. That was from 2016. Okay. The last one I remember seeing, I pulled up his uh, IMDb because I had to do this. Is the do-over kind of like the secret spy one? Or like they pretend to be a there, spy? Or I th- yeah, I think, spy yeah. Spy-related? I, I think so. I just To me, I did laugh at once, and it's an Adam Sandler joke, so I'm really not, I don't care if You're I You're not proud it. of it? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm perfectly proud of the fact that I laughed at it, but uh, he and David Spade are on a boat, okay. and they pass by like some chicks on a boat. And uh, they're like trying to get them to flash or whatever. So he's like, they're like asking them to flash. So he tells David Spade, like, go ahead and flash. So David Spade flashes his dong, and the girls laugh at him. <laughs> so so, so uh, Adam Sandler shoots a flare gun at him. At the oh, girls. No! <laughs> Which I was like, that's hilarious. Dude, look at his movies. There's so many cringe moments uh, yeah. in, in his movies, but there's always still a few laugh yeah. out loud. There, yeah, there's a few jokes like, in there that you're well, I like. Lo- yeah. I love that, I'm glad that I joke, though. That. Like, the yeah. chick's laughing his tiny penis, and he's like, mm-hmm. he shoots at him. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. But so uh, I, like I do want to say, though, that it's not one of his comedies. It's kind of outside the Sandler verse, but I heard a lot of good things about that uncut gem. No, I tried watching that, and I, I fell asleep. Did yeah. you? Because yeah. I saw that's on Netflix now, so I yeah. am. Well, that was part of. 
he had, a, I guess, a six-film deal with Netflix, and this this Halloween one is the last film in. Oh, so he the got paid. Film this deal. Paid out. So. Yeah. Okay. So now he's you know looking for his next gig, I suppose. And he was like, hey, what about a Sandler verse? Well, dude, here's the thing, man. If Sandler wants to put me in his Sandler multiverse, <laughs> I will. I'll I'll be I'll be O'Doyle's bitch boy. You know, I don't care. <laughs> Give me a wedgie. You know, shove a banana in my butt. Whatever you got to do, be part of the the Sandler multiverse. Dude. Being in the Sandler multiverse is a retirement plan because if you're in one of the movies, you're going to be in the exactly rest of the Exactly my point. Well, I've said that since the dawn of <laughs> time, was, but I realized I'm like, all you have to do is be friends with Adam Sandler. That was something somebody had pointed out up. is yeah. that, you know, say what you will about him making bad movies. If you're a friend of Adam Sandler, he takes care of you. Absolutely, he does. Yeah. And plus, he's got uh, Happy Madison production behind him. Like, they, they're the ones that put together or produced, you know, Grandma's Boy. That's yeah. one of my favorite comedy movies to watch. Right. Um, you know, and then. The Kevin James, Paul Blart, all those movies, Happy Madison productions. They're all part of Adam Sandler. And say what you want. His movies right now are bad, but he'll always, I don't know if it's nostalgia, like, but he's one of the reasons why I wanted to, to be a funny guy. Mm-hmm. So I don't dislike him by any means. Like I'll see him do interviews with Conan, and I am still show up, and I'm excited yeah. to see him talk and and, mm-hmm. and be like, interviewed especially through the rapport that he has with conan like yes. those guys oh, dude, yeah like. no i i love adam sandler and i'm i am a fan but i don't watch the new stuff yeah and i you know hubie halloween i only the only reason why i watched it is because i love halloween so much i wanted to see what exactly he did is he going to destroy my favorite holiday uh what kind of weird stuff is it going to be is it going to be kind of a kitty is it going to be kind of like hocus pocus right you know what what's in, in store for me and you know, there are some very good laugh out loud moments, but there's also 90% of just cringe. Yeah. Mm. You know, like the Sha- Shaquille O'Neal plays a character in this movie that I thought was hilarious once they reveal who he is. And there's also uh, like an old lady who always keeps wearing all these offensive T-shirts because she gets them for cheap <laughs> at the thrift store. And I was like, that is brilliant. <laughs> the old ladies go to the thrift stores and they buy shirts for a nickel. Yeah. You know? And they might say like Muff Diving Club, you know, and that kind of stuff. So there's still... Um, there's still moments that make it worth the time of watching. But was I cringing a majority of the time I watched Tubi Halloween? Absolutely. Because it started off great, and then all of a sudden there's a, some, a fake vomit scene. And I'm like, what am I in? What am I doing watching this? Yeah. And then his character, I'm just like, is he the water boy? I can't tell. Is he weird? Is he a weirdo? Or is he a challenged man? You know, and that's where I got, maybe just play it straight weird or play it straight challenged. Like... You always toes the line between the two. I don't know that I would necessarily want like an Avengers style team up movie of all the Adam Sandler characters, <laughs> but I would be really interested to see a bunch of Saturday Night Live characters. Yeah. All like the opera singer interact and, in yeah. the same universe. Mm-hmm. If you could, you know, get uh, I can't even think of any of the Saturday Night Live people, but if you could get up uh, like five of those characters and make them all the come opera man, for something stupid, uh, the Her- chicks in the mall, with early he boy. <laughs> I didn't know are we still naming characters because I don't no, know. No, not at all. Okay. No, I, I knew that I knew that, that segment had died, so I was gonna just like see how long we could be quiet. Oh <laughs> it's like an elementary school. Okay. No, not a... Here's a quiet contest. Who can stay quiet? It's the longest. Yeah. I love I love the game on a radio show. How long who can, can we who, Yeah. Who, how long how, can we get to go for with dead air? Before? How long can the awkward silence last? The awkward pause? I was fine with it. <laughs> well, we're going to non-awkwardly pause for uh for another nerd radio. We're going to kick Al out of the room. 
so me and James can talk about the boys. So if you're on our Twitch stream, we're about to spoil a whole bunch of stuff from the boys. Can you leave the Twitch configuration like this? So, so there's just an there's empty, an empty chair? Yes. Yes. Can, please. Yeah. yeah. No, that's fine. That's fine. You got anything to say uh, to the to the listeners, Al, before you're not on the show anymore? I'll, I'll throw this in there now that, of course, they can find us uh, at NerdRadio101.com. Yeah. And uh, thanks to the stations who sponsor the Nerd Radio podcast, uh, WRF in Detroit, Rock 92.9 in Boston, and 96K Rock in Fort Myers. Before you leave, I do want to make a shout out to somebody contacting us over on uh, Facebook. His name is Drew and said he's a huge fan of the show, listens every week. But notice when we tell people where they can listen to us, we miss the WMMR app. From ninety three point three Philadelphia, they carry us as part of the. That is that news oh, to wow. me. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, thank you, WM. What is it? MMR. WMMR ninety three point three in Philadelphia. All right. Also oh, part wow. of the B Pod Studios well, family. So Hello, thanks, guys. Out in Philly. Yeah, we love we love that uh, you're tuning in and listening. I almost got a job in Philadelphia back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, it was a promotions gig. Were they going to pay in cheesesteaks? Oh, I was hoping for cash, but it, I found out it was just a mistake. They didn't realize I was from Detroit, and then I drove 10 hours to come oh, in for no. the interview. Because the second question was like, why did you go to school in Detroit? And I was like, <laughs> because because I live there? Where I live? They're like, oh, did you fly in for the interview? No, I, I drove. I can't really afford to fly. <laughs> right? And then they thought, I work in radio. I can't yeah. afford to fly here. You could tell at that moment, I was like, I just wasted all of my time coming out to this job interview. But at least I met Johnny Knoxville on the streets. Oh, nice. Because they, uh, Jackass 2 guys were in town to promote that. And it was like a talk station when, the, when uh, there was a, a moment in radio when all, this, all these stations from a certain uh, broadcaster went talk. Yeah. You know, um, and that was one of the stations. So I met Johnny Knoxville randomly on the streets and i look i couldn't look fatter or sweatier <laughs> i'll just see if i can find that picture i was gonna say do you have a picture I of it i gotta find it and see You're if like, i can dig it out John Knoxville. yeah that's when i was still carried around a digital camera <laughs> all right we're coming back with boys spoilers and more nerd radio next you're coming back i'm not you're not coming back get out al you're done for the day bye whenever i'm about to do something i think would an idiot do that and if they would i do not do that thing Hope you cleared out your DVR. We're back with more Nerd Radio. Oh, I've wasted my life. That's right. It's Nerd Radio wherever you get your podcast. It's part of the B-Pod Studios Network, also on social media and online at Nerd Radio 101. You can check us out at nerdradio101.com. And you can check James out with the Checkpoint XP guys. Where can they find that, James? Uh, you can find us, uh, well, they do stream sometimes. You, I'm not usually involved in that, but you can find them over on Twitch, twitch.tv slash XP. But you can find out uh, more about the show, listen to the show, subscribe to the the On Demand podcast, as well as the daily. They have so many Checkpoint entities over at CheckpointXP.com. We have a daily. They have a collegiate eSports. Yep. We have an On Demand. Uh, what else is there? But a Checkpoint. Just XP a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of Checkpoint XP. whole bunch. All right. Well, let's get into it because uh, the f- season finale of The Boys Season 2 was uh, this past Friday. Um, James, I'm assuming you were all caught up. Oh, yes. You checked I it out. I was caught up Saturday morning. Yep. It's rough for me because I'm in a group on Facebook that uh, shares memes about mm-hmm. the boys. So, like, Friday at 1 in the morning, the memes start Already for whatever started? episode that oh, is. No. So I'm constantly like, oh, I haven't seen that one yet. 
about it. I really, really like this season of The Boys. Oh, me too. Uh, it's amazing. I think what they did, too, with this season, they must not have known that there's going to for sure be a third season. Because uh-huh. I feel like they were trying to wrap it up all in a nice, pretty bow. Sure. But also leave you with a bit of a cliffhanger mm-hmm. to where you want more and you want to see a third season. And I yeah. believe it's already confirmed that a third season's coming. Yep. But uh, As well as a spinoff. Oh yeah, you're saying the, like the do, teen, the teen Titan version. Yeah, of, they're gonna do like a, a college level Animal House uh, spinoff type type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, the season finale was extremely uh, gratifying. There was a bunch oh, of yes. really cool stuff. Seeing the uh, seeing the girls just beat the crap out of Stormfront was mm-hmm. really good. That was and, fun. Like the theme of the whole season is essentially like Nazis suck, right? Yes. Which, you know, I think we can all agree on. We just talked last week about the fact that uh, when you play Wolfenstein back yeah. in the day, you're like, oh, I get to shoot Nazis and turn them into... Get to crap out of Nazis? Hell yeah. Right. But a lot of cool character development. It was really interesting to see the guy who played Iceman in the X-Men movies as Lamplighter yes. in this season, which mm-hmm. is spo- was supposed to be some mix of, like, Green Arrow and uh, Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Controls every- fire. Yeah, every episode had some kind of like shocking cliffhanger. I think I said it last week that like now I can understand why you only got an episode every Friday mm-hmm. because if I'd have gotten them all, I don't know that all of those episodes would have landed. I feel like anybody who's watching the show, if they would have released all the episodes at one time, uh, everything in society would have shut down because everybody watching the show is not doing anything for the next 10, let's say 10 hours. Yeah. I think it was what, eight or nine right. episodes. In the, in little, the same way. Or so in older. the same way that like Mandalorian's got to be a weekly show. Yeah. Because otherwise people are just going to, that weekend no one's doing anything. Mm-hmm. They're just getting their baby Yoda fixed. Well, I'll tell you right now, I was super bummed when I was caught up because I was caught up like the week of the last episode. Uh-huh. I just got caught up that weekend and I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch one more. Oh. Oh, there's not one more. <laughs> there's, there's no more. There's no more episodes. Yeah. Oh, man. I got to wait. I haven't had that feeling in a long time. I'm like, I actually have to wait. Yeah. The anticipation. I got to see what happens next. Right. But I don't even know where to start. Well, I do know where to start. So the actress that plays Stormfront, mm-hmm. Aya Cash, uh, I have become in the last, I don't know, week, a giant fan of hers. Yeah. Which feels weird because I was introduced to her as a Nazi. Yeah, as a super, as a soup Nazi. <laughs> right. Not soup Nazi like from Seinfeld. No. Like a soup superhero Nazi. Right, but like, like superhero she was, that's she was Nazi stuff. enjoyable as Stormfront. She was a great villain in, uh, in, the, in, the, in this particular uh, season of Boys. But then over the weekend, I pulled up the uh, Shutter streaming service because I kept getting these ads on Facebook for this movie that was called Scare Me. Okay. And she's in that as well. Really? And she plays a, uh, a horror movie novelist uh, and she's... She spends the night with another guy who wants to be a horror movie novelist. They're both up in like some cabins to uh, to you know work on their books, mm-hmm. uh, and the lights go, the power goes out that night. So they decide, hey, let's just tell scary stories around the around the fireplace, like like people do. Yeah. And it's ridiculously fun. It's it's more of a horror comedy than a horror movie. Okay. But uh, she's a fantastic actress and comedian. Yeah, I've I've never I don't I feel like I've never seen her or anything, but she looks very familiar. Yeah. But I'm thinking I might be confusing her with one of the girls from Broad City. Maybe. I don't think they're the same person. Well, the only other thing I know that she's done, which I've also started watching because it's on Hulu, is uh, for the last six years she's been doing a show on FX called You're the Worst. Okay. I have, then I've, my fiancé watches that uh, quite a bit. It's so. like it's always sunny in Philadelphia, cranked up. Yeah. If you can imagine that. It's people that are absolutely terrible. But is she one of the main? Is she like the main girl? She is. Oh, my goodness. I don't even recognize her from that. Yeah. But uh, I remember seeing ads for that a couple years ago when I would watch American Horror Story and being like, that looks like a fun show. 
yeah. and, and never actually watching it. But you know, I had to pull it up after seeing Scare Me on Shudder, which if you got Shudder, you look for a scary movie. I absolutely recommend it. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, but she played that role perfectly. I think they did, they yeah. did such a great job of casting. I think all the soups. Yep. Um, even uh, I'm going to blank on everybody's name. A Starlight. Starlight. Like they cast her as like she looks like just a, a sweet, nice girl. I'm mm-hmm. like, this is the type of girl I would want to date and take home to mom. Yeah. You know, she's innocent, and then you see her doing all these like cool superhero things. Yeah, and you're like, oh man, like they just did a, such a good job. I feel uh, of casting. Uh, all the people that are playing the soups uh, in the show. One of the things I really liked about this season, especially with Starlight, is how her posture would change. Like you would see at the beginning of the season, she was uh, with Homelander and they were doing some kind of media press and she looks like a big superhero and she's got her back arch and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And then you'd see her in a room and she'd just be slumped over. Mm-hmm. Still like, wearing the same costume, but yeah. you could like see a little bit of a belly and she's just like slumped over like... <sighs> Be herself a little bit, yeah. Yeah, and I thought that was really fun. Um, the, the, the stuff with Black Noir... Having a peanut allergy. Yep. Yeah. My God. Like, because he's supposed weakness. To, he's supposed to be like the Batman. Yep. Of the of the series, and uh, he's yeah. taken down with an almond joy. With an almond joy. Yep. I didn't realize somebody had pointed out in the group I'm at that there was a scene three episodes earlier where he went to that one girl because he was looking for Billy, mm-hmm. and she was eating she an, almond an almond joy. She almond offers joy. it an almond joy. He, yeah, she throws it in the garbage. Yeah. Oh yeah, I completely forgot about that. Never, never occurred to me whatsoever when he got. Killed by it a had to have been some sort of a foreshadowing moment there that uh, right uh, obviously your friend caught but I missed completely. yeah well the uh, the showrunner of obviously has been doing uh, Eric Crick has been doing a lot of um, a lot of interviews uh, now that the show is over and he says uh, for one thing we will see Black Noir again nice because you find out asked does, does he did he end up dying yeah you find out in that episode that he's uh, catatonic but he will be back okay and uh, they say they may even unmask him in the next uh, next season ooh. And uh, Aya Cash, who played Stormfront that we've just been talking about, says that uh, she will be back, but not in a major capacity. You're going to show her all messed up. She's going to show her all like, Darth Vader. Healed, healed up a little bit. He's right. Give like a robo, like exoskeleton type thing to walk around. I don't in. know. I don't know. They, cause that, they, was, that was a while. Yeah. They say at the, they say at the end that she's uh, held in a facility. And I was like, oh, she might just be dead. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that uh, just that whole ending sequence was so like it was and, intense like the last maybe 10 minutes of that last episode you're like whoa yeah which you you got that in the first season too they're very you could see two seasons of of the show they're very good at raising the stakes to stakes to an astronomical level for the mm-hmm. end of the season yep. and they did a great job in this too because that that look that uh billy gives the kid and he picks up the crowbar is just horrifying oh, yeah, you're like, oh, like, oh no and yeah, it's a, a fantastic show. Mm-hmm. Absolutely great. I'm glad that you got to see it. I'm glad that you enjoyed it too. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I almost feel bad for not reading the comics that Al loaned me all those years ago or months ago that just sat. I had like, to. I once again this weekend, I had to go and find all my comics and pull them out and just kind of go through the the last two years or so of it just to to reacquaint myself with some of the things that happened in the book. And I have to say, I actually really, really enjoy how different the show is going from where the books went. There's, okay. There are things that happened There's in the some books. similarities, but enough differences yeah, to set it but apart. But much, much like the Preacher show that was also a Garth Ennis property, the fact mm-hmm. that they're, you know, that they're going in an other direction with a lot of this stuff is is a blast for somebody who read the books and has expectations, and then mm-hmm. to see like, oh, this is even cooler. And everything that you're expecting is bam gone. Yeah. We switched it on you. Yeah, because they're they're exceeding whatever expectations the book gave me. So. I'm appreciating it. So for anybody that hasn't seen it, uh, but it sounds like something you're into, 
dude, check it out. Amazon Prime, man. It's yeah. fantastic. It's uh, probably one of the best shows I would say that's even out within the last couple of years. Yeah, and that's something that uh, maybe we'll talk about it next week that I wanted to, to talk to Al about. Like, when a video game system comes out, there's what you call like a system seller. Like, okay, mm-hmm. if you buy the system, then you have to buy this. Like, if you yeah. get an Xbox, you got to get the Halo game because yeah. that's the, you know, what it is. I feel like the boys is the selling point for Amazon Prime. Oh, 100%. I w- I'm, I'm in agreement with you uh, completely because I think, did we talk about it last week? Seth Rogen even said like, the boys is doing just the boys is doing more than what like just Netflix is doing. Yeah. Like just that show. The boys People is doing are, the amount of like downloads and view time that like a certain percentage of what Netflix does. Right. So absolutely. Like the show is great. Um, highly entertaining. It's funny. It's dark. Um, it gives you the superhero fix. Like yep. it hits on so many different all things, the special effects you know? don't feel cheap or, no. or like, half done. They you get feel to like... see what it would be like if Superman took his laser eyes and cut somebody in half. Yeah. You can see some people's heads exploding. That was the thing I was worried about at the end of the season, too, is they weren't... They didn't reveal until the very end who was making heads pop. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, are you just, just going to leave that? Like, it's got to be somebody, somebody was, specific. And then yeah, they show you and you're like, <gasps> oh, damn. Yep. And then you're like, no wonder that person was saved. Yeah, at a certain moment in the, I in the show, cannot. I I'm so excited for next year's season three that I am probably at some point very soon going to go back and watch this season and see all the things I missed in the first point. Yeah, that'd be fun. Like, and somebody's talking in here the F Fresca moment. Yeah, what's the deal <laughs> with Fresca? Yeah, it's just part of that cult. Oh, okay. They're just really love, into Fresca. I love Fresca. You love you some Fresca. So I don't know if I belong to the church of whatever. Right. But <laughs> I was like, "Why are y'all pissing on Fresca? It's a, it's a, it's a calorie-free citrus soda." Yeah. Well, the deep's not a fan of Fresca. So. Well, that's because the deep had to get married to somebody who gives bad blowjobs. That's they tried true. to get back into the seven, yep. and there was too many people allowed back into the seven. All right. Well, as always, I encourage you guys to check us out wherever you're getting your podcast. Rate and review us. Uh, hit us up on social media. Communicate with us, man. We love talking to you guys, and uh, of course, follow us uh, when we're on Checkpoint XP's. Twitch stream on Wednesday afternoons around 11.30. Nerd Radio's over for this week, James. Oh. I'll talk to you next week, man. Oh, okay. Well, that's better. <laughs> that's yeah, that's, that's going to be all right. I'm in a difficult situation here. I mean, after all, you're nerds. Have a great weekend. See you later, nerds. The future's stupid, guys. I'm sorry, but it is. I have spoken. So, there we go. Are we recording over there, Al? Yes. Okay. I blame myself. Well, I forgot to. You were covering. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. You, you know, blame yourself. You know, I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm let you go ahead and do it. I appreciate that. <laughs> I've, I've got the audio pulled. I just got to uh, cut it into the Crocs manager. Okay. Just got to set up the story and then get the funny in. Did you say crotch manager? Crocs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>